Welcome to the Rider Up Podcast, presented by Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge, America's East Coast mountain biking capital, where we talk about how much we love bicycles. Dan's a crazy downhiller, and John will be walking with a cane in a few years. But nobody loves cycling more than these two. Coming to you from Virginia's Blue Ridge, let's meet the hosts, Dan Lucas and John Carlin. Hi, and welcome to the Rider Up Podcasts presented by Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge. We are recording today at Cardinal Bicycle in Grandin Village in Roanoke, Virginia, in the heart of Virginia's Blue Ridge. I'm John Carlin. And I am Dan Lucas. And we are here together because between the two of us, we cover pretty much all aspects of riding. I'm the slow old geezer who spends a lot of time on his road bike, and Dan is... I am the uh, slightly unhinged guy that jumps off of perfectly good rocks, I think. Uh, best way to describe me. So you break bicycles, and I just adore them. <laughs> Bre- break parts and <laughs> fix them again, yeah. Right. It's pretty yeah. much my life. So, yeah, well, Dan, you're a, a mechanic here at uh, Cardinal Bicycle, and uh, um, we're going to talk a little bit about a new role for you coming yep. up. But you ride mostly mountain bikes, all, all that's the only thing exclusively I ride. exclusively bikes. maybe this year's my year to branch out well and we, you have described yourself in the past as gravel curious gravel curious yeah i love this new curious term <laughs> that people attach to different aspects of whatever's going on in their life but it works great so maybe we'll get you out there I, on, on a gravel bike. i think that would make a great episode and hear me complain <laughs> you and i were just walking through the shop and you showed me a bike. When you looked at it, I couldn't tell if it was a mountain bike or a gravel bike. What yeah. is that? What, it's a yeah. salsa bicycle? Yeah, it's a, a, a salsa cutthroat. And yeah. if anybody... So even though I don't ride gravel, I'm very into the, the mechanics and the, the parts and pieces and theory. Yeah. And, and so this salsa cutthroat is cool because it has basically a hardtail mountain bike geometry. Now, it's not... It has no suspension. It doesn't have any of the, the typical things you'd find on a uh, hardtail mountain bike well, in the suspension category. Right. It's carbon, carbon fork, um, but it has that geometry. So you feel very comfortable, especially descending these big, long, or technical gravel roads. Um, a lot of the ones out in, you know, even Floyd or Craig County or uh-huh. these places that races are held, um, they're, they're tough. Some of them have big rain ruts and stuff. They're steep. Um, this bike is set up geometry wise to, to handle that, but, but it's, it's got full but it's mountain still, bike tires it, on it. Yeah, it ha, it has it, you know I think it can take up to like two point ones or something really? crazy. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's designed uh, you know to still be a drop bar gravel bike, but in kind of a mountain bike geo package, which is pretty cool. Oh, as we well we <clears> talked <throat> about this with 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 different people on the yeah. podcast. Because gravel is, uh, there's a lot more people who are beyond gravel curious. Yeah, if but you will. Oh, yeah, they're they're gravel addicted. I think. <laughs> gravel addicted. Yeah. I'm, and I'm falling more and more into that category. But um, the the bicycles are still evolving because a gravel bike still yeah. doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah, they're like you're seeing different. Uh, yeah, the evolution is the right term because you're seeing different um, things growing out of these bikes. Yeah, we also looked at a, a specialized STR. Yeah, and, that thing is crazy and looking. It's, it's essentially, if you haven't seen it, a a full suspension gravel bike. So the front has the future shock, which is in the head tube, and it your your bars are suspended. And you can change, you know, how firm or, or soft you want that. Right. But then in the back, there is a carbon tube that is um, it is suspended horizontally. So basically, what I mean by your, that your is your top tube 
is where the suspension is. Yeah, so there is a, a damper, a suspension damper in the, the top tube, and it allows flex forward and backward of the seat tube. And so that helps the rider. It, it just smooths out all those big chattery bumps and washboards that you'd get on a on a gravel ride. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. You know, when you stand up, you still get all the power transfer you would on a normal hardtail because it is a normal hardtail. Right. But when you're seated, it is incredibly uh, comfortable. If the any seat, geek, the seat flexes forward yeah, and backward, forward and backward, not up and down. Right. And if you any geeks out there. Mountain bike geeks, you may remember the URT design of full suspension bikes, uh-huh. and that was it, it worked great when you were seated, but a URT when you stand up on the pedals was like a hardtail. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty funny. So it's kind of in that line, but makes way more sense in the gravel world than it ever did in the mountain biking world. So if you really want to look something up, look up URT mount, URT mountain bike and. Um, that suspension design will come up. It's it's right. pretty geeky but cool. And the new thing. and the new the new bike is specialized. That's STR, which stands for suspend the rider. Suspend the rider. Yeah. So yeah. when your butt's on the saddle and your hands are on the bars, you know you're going to be floating. It's going to be a little bit more comfortable than a a rigid, a fully rigid bike. Yeah. I so. saw I saw it for the first time just mm-hmm. what twenty minutes ago. But yeah. I had read two reviews. I actually read a review and I watched a, a YouTube video about mm-hmm. it that I was just randomly searching. Yeah. Because at some point I need to upgrade my uh, now becoming antique gravel bike. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's evolving too fast. You need to get to the new thing. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. You just want me to spend money here in the bike shop. I, <laughs> I'll get you a deal. It, 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 oh, yeah. Now we can talk. <laughs> so listen, have you been riding? I mean, it's, we're in January. The weather's been cold. We've had single-digit temperatures around the, the holidays here. I mean, it got down to zero at my it house. It was, yeah. I think I saw three at my house. Yeah. Um, I have been riding not as much as I would have liked to have been riding in December and January. Uh, I was, I took a trip in November um, with two of my best buddies. We went to Bentonville. We rode for an entire week and uh, it was a blast. But then in December, you know, it's family time, Christmas and all that. Right. Um, And I was kind of under the gun to get a lot of stuff done here at the shop. I just didn't get as much riding as I wanted to, but but um, so far in January, I, uh, I have gotten a few rides in, um, getting that strength back, and I got to get in shape for the downhill season. So um, I got to start putting laps in down the mountain. But um, what about you? How many gravel miles have you put in? None. <laughs> no gravel miles. In fact, I haven't touched. I haven't touched my my gravel bike in a while. I've actually been mountain biking. Okay. All I've, right. I've been mountain biking. It warms my Cove. heart. Well, so here's the thing. I, you know, if you're on a road bike and it's, say, 38 or 40 or 45 degrees outside, you, can, I, you know, I can only ride for a certain amount of time before I get cold. It's just wind chill. I, I get wind chill. I'm yeah. going to start once I start sweating and then I get, you know, so whatever. See, road I mean, biking doesn't sound fun. No, it doesn't, right? And you know, <laughs> the leaves aren't on the trees. And yeah, stuff. right. So, but you're riding through the woods at six, seven miles an hour and, and it's kind of like going for a run. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and so that so that I've been I've been mountain biking a lot. I've been out at uh, Carvin's Cove, uh, you know, and I'll ride. You know, a good outing for me this time of year would be twelve miles, fifteen miles would be considered a big day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been riding the lowers at Carvin's Cove, and uh, can I can I uh, 
leap ahead a little bit and tell you what I've been doing while I was riding with maybe my new camera. Uh, I think that is a great idea. And by the way, Carlin, the cyclist on Instagram, I've been following him, but everybody else should follow him too. That's right. Um, yes, please. Yeah. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm, you've told me, but I want to know because I want to use it. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So here's, here's the thing. My wife gave me one of these new Insta 360 cameras for Christmas and it is like a GoPro on steroids. And to be fair, I'm pretty sure that GoPro has its version of this camera. But the Insta360 is a camera that you can put on your helmet, you can put on your handlebars, you can use something called a motorcycle mount, and and, ex- and then put the... So you see like Red Bull athletes using mm-hmm. these things yeah. a lot. So uh, you can put a selfie stick on it and extend it up to like three feet, the one that I have, maybe four feet, out in front of you. And then the software stitches together. There's a camera on, on either side of this, think of a GoPro, but yeah. the camera's pointing both directions and in then 180 degrees um, for each lens, so super wide angle. Right. And then it shoots essentially a globe around whatever the camera sees and so you're riding along and you can show the trail in front of you and or you can show yourself riding or you can go sideways and look at the trees or you know like if there's a creek crossing you can pan down but the camera never moves and then when you go to edit this in post you just tell the software which part of that that you want to be showing the viewer and you can do that so instead of having if you were going to demonstrate what a trail looks like you typically you would you would have a gopro say mounted to your handlebar to your chest or on your helmet and you would just see the rider's perspective right and then if you wanted to add to that you might have a camera down the trail you would ride up to it ride past it stop move the camera down the trail ride up it ride past it you know so you get these different angles uh, so what I've been able to do is I've been able to do a demonstration of a couple of the trails that I particularly like, which are the old geezer trails. Think <laughs> of it as a walk in the woods on a bicycle, right? So I'm talking if we're if we're talking about Carvin's Cove and there's local people, they'll uh, they'll know these trails. Uh-huh. If you're listening elsewhere and you want to come here and you just want to ride your bike on something that's an intermediate doable trail right. these, these are called the lowers which means they're not on the mountain portions of carbon's cove yeah um, so i am riding trails like schoolhouse yeah right yeah yeah okay yeah schoolhouse you, is great you like schoolhouse yeah absolutely i, okay. I look because just because i love downhill specifically uh-huh. doesn't mean i can't really enjoy go for a cross lower. country ride. I, I, okay. I i'll get out there okay absolutely schoolhouse so, is great schoolhouse is is probably my favorite and then i did rock and roll backwards yeah yeah so i went up the jump line instead <laughs> of coming down the See, jump line. this is where you're making a mistake <laughs> <laughs> you know we got to get you the other way well it maybe since you're a skills instructor maybe I, you can show me how to do that i without can make that happen landing wrong and hitting a tree i can make that happen because you know there's you know there's only 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 bad things happen once you start hitting trees. I got you. Uh, I'll <clears> take care of you. Okay. All right. So I'm so a rock and roll, which is a, really a nice flow trail, it but is. it does have a wicked nice downhill. It is with yeah. with some really really fun looking jumps in that reverse direction. It has yeah. a there is a super fun section of downhill towards the 
towards that end of the trail, right, which towards, is really fun. Towards yeah. what some people would call the beginning, but it's the yep. end if you're going the direction that yeah, I'm yeah. going. In. So I'm heading back towards Bennett Springs. And then, of course, there's Enchanted Forest and oh, the yeah. Little Bell, which are just gorgeous little just beautiful. cross-country blips. So I'm taking this camera, and I'm going to be uploading to my YouTube channel, which mm-hmm. is called Biking for Boomers. That's the word biking and then the number four and then boomers because that's that's my perspective and I definitely have the boomer perspective as compared to you with your adrenaline junkie <laughs> mentality. Um, so I'm going to be uploading those uh, in January of 2023 and you can go and you can take a tour. And, and honestly, Dan, what I'm doing is, is I'm riding it um, and then uh, I go back and when I edit it, sometimes cross-country trail is quote-unquote, just trail, right? So it's kind of boring, and who wants to sit there for 15 minutes and watch my bike? So uh, watch my ride. So uh, what I'll do is I, I'll I put some music in. I downloaded some some new and yeah. original music, and, and I just speed it up. I can do it four times. I can do it eight times. Oh, uh, yeah. So where the trail just gets kind of monotonous, sure. then then I speed it up. And then you up. can slow it down and, and like, then, yeah, like Enchanted sure. Forest. Yeah. For those of you, like you should go and watch this because when he rides through Enchanted Forest, um, I'm interested to see it on the 360 camera because it's a, it's a little, just a little portion of the cove, but mm-hmm. in the small set, it is a, it's like a old growth stand of pine and they're yes. very tall. They're probably 80 plus feet, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And when you're riding through, it looks like, you know, it looks like Harry Potter, the, the haunted, uh, Oh, I can't remember what it's called. The Forbidden Forest the and forbidden Harry, po- forest and Harry Potter. Right. Expect big spiders to be coming exactly. out. Right? Yeah, the, the trees are huge, and yeah. the, they're, they're super tall, and it's really cool. Um, or you expect Bigfoot to like pop out and wave at you or something. Yeah. So yeah. You, should, you should watch that. It, for nothing else, that section is beautiful. But the whole Lowers <laughs> tour is a great idea. People don't know. Right. And so, so uh, and by the way, hey, you are listening to the Rider Up podcast uh, presented by Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge. We're recording at Cardinal Bicycle in Grandin Village in Roanoke. John Carlin with Dan Lucas, and we're talking about my, my new 360 Christmas present <laughs> camera. Uh, so anyway, so it's a tour of the lowers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge is the presenting sponsor of this podcast. Yep. We're hoping somebody, say, in Bentonville wants to come here and ride. Absolutely. Right? Plenty and, of us go there. They need to come right. here. And if you're, if you're curious, I mean, North Carolina, or if you're yeah. listening in Richmond, Virginia, or, you know, anywhere within Nova. A, you know, a five-hour radius, come ride your bike at Carvin's Cove. There's 60 miles of trails there. Yes. And it's a, what, 12,700-acre yeah, municipal I think park. the second largest municipal park in the nation. In the country, in yeah, the, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. And so anyway, so just to finish, so I'm doing this, and then and then what I do is I speed it up, and then I'm, I'm kind of overproducing this, but I've added in some little graphics that yeah. give you information and details about the trails. I think this is, as, that's as phenomenal. You, as you, so I try to keep it interesting yeah. so you're not just watching, because there, there are some decent sort of GoPro videos that people have done mm-hmm. that you can google and find and someone just rides the trail but they just got a gopro on their chest or on their helmet right and this changes your perspective constantly yeah. and if you're riding with another rider sometimes i'll show the rider behind me sometimes i'll show the rider in front of me yeah sometimes i'll show me anyway that's what i've been doing well, on my mountain bike i, I at love Carvin's it Cove and, and in january 2020 i love it and i'm i'm excited because um and here's a little sizzle for for upcoming stuff but i'm going to um, I'm going to get this camera from, and Mike uh-huh, from, uh, from me, John, yes. and uh, I'm going to take it on some of my favorite trails, um, which are 
which are definitely different. I like I said, double I, black diamonds. I'm looking for the steep stuff, uh, and I'm gonna focus first on my favorite trail in in Carvin's Cove uh, here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. But I'll probably pick a, a couple others, maybe closer to my house, some backcountry stuff too, just because. I think it'd be cool to highlight some of those as well. And uh, I will say I had like the original, the OG GoPro GoPro and it was big and heavy and uh, it took very terrible 480p video. Like, I I mean, your iPhone, if I strapped a duct taped an iPhone to myself, it would take infinitely better audio and video than this thing did. But I remember getting it and self videoing, there's some really bad but when when you could first do that people were like oh it was it was incredible i have a video i'm still proud of and it's grainy and silly and the music is very as my kids would say cringe now but Uh um but i think it's pretty cool Uh, maybe i'll even show it cringe it's totally cringe but Uh um but it's cool so i'm 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 in on technology i love it so i'm excited to give this a shot and uh yeah a bit of sizzle so be be watching out all right, so what what trail are you going to do? You're going to do, do royalty. Royalty. Royalty that probably, starts at the top of Carbon's Cove. Yeah, so if you're looking at the map, if you if you want to take a peek, uh, it starts on the top of Brushy Mountain there. Uh, so you're going to have to climb up somehow. I usually go up trough, and then I'll ride up to royalty. And and to just describe it real quick, it is a double black here. It, it's considered double black at Carvin's Cove. It might not be double black everywhere, so I get it. Um, there are some drops. There are some jumps. There's some off-camber. It's very chunky, meaning um, big big rocks and roots, uh, some big bike park-style catch berms. It has a little bit of everything. It's, a, it's probably the steepest trail on the mountain, but I happen to love it. Um, okay. And that is the one I'm going to choose to see if I can talk and video while I'm going down. Tom's laughing at me. <coughs> Tom, our audio engineer, who's the man, is mm-hmm. uh, laughing at me. Um, Okay, so but my camera does come back in one piece, right? It will, yeah. I'm sure it will be in. Right? I'm pretty sure it'll be in one piece. One piece. All um, right. So we'll go with probably a, maybe <laughs> go with a helmet mount for you. Yes, that's a good plan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the cool thing about the camera, the other thing that I will say is that it has got this stabilization feature. Yeah, yeah. And you can literally put it on your handlebar and never see it bounce. That's, ever. That's I mean, crazy. you could be going over whatever. I'm going to put it to the test. And it is, uh, it's all done in the software. So That's I'm, wild. I'm okay. pretty happy with this thing. All right. I can't so, wait. So anyway, uh, you have a new job at Cardinal Bicycle. You've, you've been a mechanic here, you've, yep. you, and you're a skills instructor, and you're the coach for the local kids downhill team. Yep. And, and you're going to allegedly show me how to go over a jump and not kill myself. <laughs> But you are also really big in community outreach, and you're going to be shifting in that direction. What's that about? Yeah, so um, I was really fortunate enough to start with Cardinal. and I was a mechanic. Um, I love my job as a mechanic. Uh, but uh, there's, there's always a little bit more you know, I wanted to do. I'm, I'm lucky enough to know a lot of people in the area, and if you're listening, um, you know, thank you for supporting me uh, in my bicycling career. And now I'm able to take all those things that I love to do with those people individually and off time and put it into my job. Um, So my title is going to be Rider Experience Manager. And what that means is uh, it's kind of a a fancy term to say I'm going to be invested in the community and bring things um, to Cardinal that I hope can enhance the community. So uh, my first 
goal in 2023 is to get um, a brand new bicycle rental program going um, with us. We're going to start off with mountain bikes. We're going to have e-bikes. And um, so people visiting Virginia's Blue Ridge or people that live here, we're going to have what you need if you want to try something before you buy it, or if you just want to get out, um, get your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whoever it is out to, to ride. To ride with you, because a lot, a lot of you. cyclists have a significant other that they're trying to coax into the sport. Yep. Um, and so, you know, that's a big part of it. Um, I'm also working on an education component. Um, we're going to, this has not been released publicly, but it's going to be called uh, CBU or Cardinal Bicycle University. Ah. We're going to do skills guiding. We're going to do kind of home mechanics classes um, to teach people how to work on their bikes the, the right way and more that's just the the very top um, I'm also going to be working with um, kind of our in-house trail advocacy program I'm going to be working with local athletes so it's very happy last week to sign two uh, local athletes to our um, athlete ambassador program the uh-huh. uh, Allie and Tegan Burrow of Team 2024. Well, they are they are good for you. Yeah, exactly. I think it's better I, for you than it is for them. I, yeah, I think <laughs> so. I wanted to I wanted to snatch them up if possible well in 2023. So I'm I'm pretty proud of that. And then um, there is a whole lot more uh, to this title, but those are some of the things that are my beginning you know points to to, to start with. But um, I'll be working with, you know, obviously the downhill team, the junior team, a bunch of uh, local athletes and riders um, at events and things. And I hope to be a supporting factor in the community. So if you're listening to this and you're in the Roanoke area and you have ideas that you think that I could help with, please, uh, you can email me dan at cardinalbicycle.com or you could email the podcast if you have questions or things that you want to get involved with, and that is at uh, rideruppod at gmail.com. Right. That is the one. All one word. Rider so that's pod. it. Um, well, so you're, the, you're like the bicycle ambassador to the world. Yeah. And it, uh, <coughs> uh, there's a um, – uh, we were talking about what this role entails, and there's a specific guy um, that works for a company that uh, when we were talking, he was like, I, I want you to be that guy for Cardinal. And, uh, I remember like I took that to heart and I think about that a lot. Cause I'm like, I want to be as successful as this guy is. And you, nobody needs to know names, but it was, uh, it was a cool moment and I'm really excited to, wow. to do this and to, to be better. So. Congrats. Congrats. You're thank listening. You, thank you. Yeah. So you're listening to the rider up podcast that are presented by visit Virginia's blue Ridge with your host, Dan Lucas and, I am John Carlin, recording at Cardinal Bicycle, where Dan has just told us that he is, in fact, the new bicycle ambassador. Yeah, that's right. So um, enough about me, though. I want to know about, um, uh, so you you blog. I don't blog, but you blog, and you YouTube, and you podcast, and you have a new blog that you just completed, and uh, I've been told that it's, it's something of note. Uh, well, I, I think it's of note. You know, I, I, you know, I'm, I, in today's world, I'm just pleased when anybody still reads a blog. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's cathartic. I like putting my thoughts uh, out there, and I, and I like the written word. Mm-hmm. I still think there's a lot of value for the written word. And so I've had a blog for some time called it's carlinthecyclist.com, mm-hmm. uh, and it's all one word, carlinthecyclist.com. So at the end of the year, I was looking back, like, you know, how – how has my cycling evolved over the years? You know, years and years ago, when I like when I was forty, 
for instance, which was a, a long time ago, every year I was just trying to get more miles and better average speed and whatever I could do to be better than I was the year before. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was always just looking at my metrics, right? Yeah. Just da-da-da-da-da-da-da, gotta go, gotta go. Gotta, you know, ride in the worst weather, you know, whatever it was. I was just going to be more gonzo than I was the year before. And at some point that reaches terminal velocity. You just can't do that anymore. And I was doing it with with a full-time job. And, you know, when I was your age, I had three young kids. You've got kids. You know what it's like. So you're juggling job responsibilities, family responsibilities. So now I'm older and I've learned that it's fun to to use the bicycle differently. Yeah. And for me, it's how many different types of experiences can I – get and i sort of came up with this notion that what i now do is collect rides i love it i i collect rides so last year for instance i rode we we took a a trip to california Mm -hmm. i rode along the pacific coast we rode through redwood forest we rode through the vineyards then we went to vermont and i rode in the middle of lake champlain on uh, on two islands north and south hero <laughs> that's awesome right i mean and the, but i mean these are big islands yeah. with farms yeah, yeah. and and agriculture i mean so calling them an island they're small towns yeah. that are essentially on bodies of land in the middle of lake champlain which is wow. the biggest lake in the, cool. in the united states after the great lakes so uh, you know and so you can read about it in the blog but the notion is 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 that you know not only can i ride on the lowers at Carvin's Cove mm-hmm. and enjoy that uh, and am scared to death to be going off the, the jumps and the kind of stuff that you, that you do, you, you adrenaline guys. Uh, but I can just enjoy being wherever I was. And when I look back at it and when I look at, you know, now everybody's got a camera with them because you're on your phone. Yeah. Everywhere you go, you have all these pictures of all these places you visited. Um, and so I just I see myself as trying to collect as many rides Gotta as catch I them can. All. Yeah, and so I, I <laughs> that's a Pokemon <laughs> reference. I, I, yeah, yeah, Pokemon. Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so 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 I just got real philosophical in my blog at Carl and the Cyclist, and I talked a little bit about all the rides that I have collected recently, and and the way that I now perceive cycling. And so I'm looking ahead to 2023 and trying to figure out well where am I. Where am I going to go and what collect? What do you got to collect? I mean, I really want to go to Iceland. Ooh. Wouldn't that okay. be cool? Yeah, absolutely. Because I see videos of guys riding their, their gravel bikes yeah, in yeah. Iceland. So, you know, something like that. You know, something exotic and then and then some more domestic stuff. I've, yeah. I've been talking to a guy. There's there's a uh, rail to trail that follows the Erie Canal from yeah. Buffalo, New yep. York, all the way to Albany, New York. It's flat. It's nothing gonzo. You'd be bored to Tears, Dan. I'm gravel curious. John gravel knows. curious. Well, I don't. You know, this might even be paved. I don't know. But, um, but you know, it's something like yeah, that. But yeah, it, yeah. you know, it would be it would be an experience. It'd be something to add to my collection. Yeah, like uh, I think so. I really like. I need to go read it. In full disclosure, I haven't I, read it. I, well, uh, I, obviously, but that's <laughs> you, okay. You, I want. I want to read it. Don't um, don't be too bored. I want to read it because. I I also so I went through a period where I needed to uh, I use Strava right yeah. and a lot of people use Strava great yeah. tool awesome right. program um, but for me Strava was unhealthy because I would look at the time that I had and I needed to beat that time like just like you were saying mm-hmm. you were looking at your data all the time all the time and I found that every time I went for a ride and I 
I screwed up or I crashed because I was pushing too hard or I, you know, I didn't, I thought I, I thought I got the time and I missed it by a couple seconds or something. It, it was like a bad thing. Like I, it put me in a bad mood and I realized I wasn't enjoying the ride for the ride. I was, I was enjoying it for like beating myself Mm -hmm. or someone else Mm -hmm. like a KOM. Like that's a good, that's a man. What a drug, right? You get that KOM. You get it. Right. Right. Very few, very few people are in that. league. So, and, uh, and I had, I didn't have a lot of them. I had a few and, and I was viciously territorial about my KOM. And, uh, but I, I realized this about myself and I, um, I deleted it. I deleted Strava, um, for a long time, I did just recently redownload it, and I'm uh-huh. not using it for cycling. Um, so there's that. But uh, it, I like the idea of collecting rides. Like I love yeah. the idea of of doing a thing, and you have that experience, and you're in that moment. You're not trying to to whatever. I mean, and some people they can use it the right way, but for me, I, I couldn't. And right. So right. So because now, if you've you got Strava on your phone, you can just yep. sit there on a, in a quiet moment and just sort of. Yeah. page through and say, wow, you know, I really did a lot last year. Or, right. You know, I mean, I have my daily rides yeah. that I just sort of do for fitness. Yeah. And, you know, those are in there. But what all those do is enable me to have the fitness to go do a collectible ride. Right. 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 Is that a good way to look at That's it? That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. And, you know, I look back and think about the things that I've done and I can be like, yeah, that these rides would be in my collection. Like if, if I have one, my mental collection. And uh, I can look back on them and think that was like that was a good time with these people or in this place or because of the experience that I was I was in. Right. That's super cool. Well, you went to Bentonville for crying went out loud. Went to Bentonville. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. It's yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. If anybody wants to visit, it's great. Um, like I went to California last year and rode in the Redwoods. That experience is like total. It's way up there. It's really like riding on the moon of Endor. The right. Ewoks popping out everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. Um, huh. I, I've been to Colorado. I've been to all these places, and they're definitely experiences. And I don't regret not Strava using Strava on them. I don't regret it. A you, single, you, even you an ounce, it. nothing. Right. But you still remember that. You probably I still have some pictures from oh, those yeah. places. I got, they pop up on my <laughs> iPhone all the time. Okay. And it's, uh, right? but anyway, I love it. I think that's a, a cool thing. And I think that more people should, it, should slow down and worry less about the data and worry more about the experience and collect the ride. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. You are listening to the Rider Up podcast presented by Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge. We're recording at Cardinal Bicycle in Grandin Village, which is a small, cool, funky little part of the city of Roanoke. And this is this is just an awesome place to be. We are surrounded by bicycles and bike gear. That is a daily thing for Dan. And <laughs> my heart races up 20 beats Every time I walk into a building like this, because it is just all I can see when I look out the window here is, yeah, in in the little room that we're in is bicycles forever. There's definitely and worse places to be. There are very <laughs> few things that make me as happy as that situation. We'll get back to the Rider Up podcast in just a moment, but first, a quick note about Virginia's Blue Ridge. You'll hear Dan and I talk a lot about Virginia's Blue Ridge in the podcast because. That's where we live and ride. Virginia's Blue Ridge offers what we lovingly call a Metro Mountain Mix, a place where you can play in the mountains while enjoying the arts and culture in and around Roanoke, Virginia, home to many museums, restaurants, festivals, shopping, and so much more. We hope you'll bring your bike, go for a ride, 
and check out all the region has to offer. Go to visitvbr.com for all things Virginia's Blue Ridge. So, Dan, the, the other cool thing is we want to update our listeners because we had the guys who are the authors of the Gravel Adventure Field Guide on a few episodes back, uh, Juan De La Roca and Stephen uh, Beninsky. Mm-hmm. And, and so now the Gravel Guide, when we talked to them, they were in process, but now the Gravel Guide is out and you have them here in the shop. We got them here in the shop. Um, we have a number of them that are, are free to the public. They, they, they're giving these away, literally. Um, if you're from the area and you want to find um, some more gravel routes, if you're gravel curious like me and you want to uh, give it a shot, these are full, like literally full, of fantastic routes. And they not only got information from locals, but they kind of went out and got lost themselves on the gravel roads in and around uh, Virginia's Blue Ridge here. And it has been really cool. Um, the the book themselves are it's fantastic like you, you were saying earlier like the the paper yeah. is really it's like kind of a burly little book it fits in a jersey pocket um and the art in everything is is really cool around it um i gotta say if you haven't watched it have you watched the video they released i did the vi- so they released the they, video and they are, i mean the very it's like a little hollywood production yeah incredibly very, talented yeah. guys so there's a video out on gravel adventure field guide uh, dot com and you can watch the Roanoke video, and it's it's hilarious. It's really yeah, cool. It is. You will you will enjoy it. it it's not like a how to video. It no. is it is really an artistic interpretation of what they thought of Roanoke. Yeah, it's a little mini, like three minute movie or five minute yeah, movie. Yeah, um, yeah. It's great. Yeah. So listen, I, I would just want to page through because I think I don't know if I want to commit to this or not. But what I would like to do is ride all the rides in the guide. Okay. This year. Right on. On my gravel bike. You collect them all. I would collect all of these rides. Um, although some of these, one of these is called the Big Lick, and it's 75 to 100 miles. Yeah. And one is the Rockstar Gravel, which I don't know if I've got that in me because that's a two- <laughs> or three-day event. It, yeah. it's um, the gra- I, I, I know a number of people have, have done the gravel in a, in a day. Uh-huh. Um, not, not named John Carlin. Maybe not, but maybe, I, I, maybe with a little bit more capability. Uh, may, Carrie, I mean, Carrie did it in a day. Carrie, right? Carrie did it. Did he do great? No, he Carrie did Warner. mountain bike. Um, he did the mountain bike. Right. Well, he's a pro racer. He is uh, a pro racer. That and I think he has the fastest known time. It is. It's fat. Yeah, yeah, he has fastest known time. Okay. On, on so I would bike. probably have to bring a tent. You know, and yeah, um, that'd be fun too. Uh-huh, that little that bike. Might, well, packing. that might be okay. I haven't yeah. done. I haven't done any actual bike packing. Yeah. Yet. So I'm just looking at these. You know, there's one called the Star City. There's the Gravelocity 2420. There's something called the Pocket Full of Carrots, which I have done, and that's a fantastic ride yeah. out of Fincastle. The Firewater Double Single Shot. Where is that? I Firewater. Oh wait, hold on. This is uh, got to like be Franklin, Franklin County. County yeah, it's Firewater. Yeah, it's by the, the lake. Huh? The moonshine. Yeah, yep. the moonshine angle. But that's okay. So anyway, there's all these cool rides, and each of them it has has a has a uh, uh, analog map where mm-hmm. you can just kind of look at the map. But there's also uh, a code you can scan, and that will give you the the ability to download this and put it in your in your bike computer, your yep. Garmin or your Wahoo or whatever it yep. is. Right. So. Uh, but this this guide is cool, and it's uh, it, it's just got a really nice funky feel to it. Lots of pretty artwork, and but it's too expensive to just have them out on the counter and just <laughs> give them out willy nilly. Yeah, like we, you so know, you got to ask for it. You, you got to ask gotta for kinda it. You got to kind of want it. Yeah, c- come in. Um, they are free. 
uh, to cyclists that are interested, uh, come in and ask for it. But they are really, really nice, and they paid to have these produced. And, the, you know, sitting them out, um, people that may not know what they are or care will grab stuff when it's free. <laughs> yeah, well, it's pretty. It, <laughs> it looks like something you would want to have. It's very cool. It, but, but they are free to anyone. Please come in and ask. We will be more than happy to get them to you. Um, and they're just really cool bikes. They have a ton of them on their website as well. I think they're 11 bucks a piece if you purchase them from the website. Or, mm-hmm. or after they're gone, you can buy them from us for eleven bucks a piece. When when that happens, we have like a thousand of them though. So, okay, um, but uh, they're great, and we will um, you know we'll, we'll make sure that they're here. You can collect all of them. They're they're really cool. All right, so you're listening to the Rider Up podcast presented by Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge. Dan Lucas with John Carlin recording at Cardinal Bicycle in Grandin Village, where Dan is the new, uh, I'm going to call you the Bicycle Ambassador, because I That's can't fine. remember your official title. Rider experience. Rider experience yeah. guy. But Dan is, Dan is like, like think of a bunch of atoms, and each of them has a nucleus, and they're surrounded by all this activity. And, <laughs> and Dan, Dan is like the nucleus of one of those bicycle atoms. That's the, f- that's the first time anybody's described me in that way, but I love it. Thank but it you. works, right? It you works. Got, right. You've got this like whole universe of different things because you've been in the bicycle and outdoor world your whole professional yeah. life. And, and you know, so you, you know people in the industry, and you know people locally, and you're setting up the rental program. And, and it, so, th- so that's Dan, okay? And I'm just a guy who likes to ride bikes. <laughs> And I'm trying to, You're to selling get, yourself short. Uh, well, <clears throat> I'm trying to get you to uh, to get out on a road bike and and a gravel bike, and and maybe we'll, we'll meet in the middle on the gravel. <laughs> what? So what do you? So was it a good Christmas for the bike industry? Um, it was okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So um, you know, real talk now. Our the bicycle industry has slowed down a little bit. Um, really, and uh, it is. It's a, it's a, a number of factors I think are involved with this. Uh, the economy is a factor, and we're not going to get political here, but um, it is a factor. Um, and I think that so many people purchased bikes in 2020 and then in 2021 during the pandemic. During the pandemic, yeah. um, it, that was the that was the boom. That was the bike boom. It is if you were in the cycling industry and even outside of it you understand what happened in that time period. Well, you couldn't get a bicycle. You then. couldn't get one because people needed something to do. All the kids were home all the time. You needed to get out and like, you know, stay sane somehow. Mm-hmm. And people chose bikes and it was great. Yeah. Um, and manufacturers were caught without product. All the product was gone. So they ramped up production. Mm-hmm. They overproduced. And so now there's a lot of sales and stuff going on. So, you know, that it, it is a little bit of a bummer that there was a little bit of a market slowdown. We're not... Um, uh, as uh, you know, somebody working in the in- industry, not necessarily worried about that long term, um, but it was something that did slow down that we did notice. But on the the positive side of things, um, you're seeing you know not just for for the shop here, um, but for other shops in the region and uh, you know like other states, uh, friends I've talked to, um, the service turn is way faster. So when mm-hmm. you do need something the parts are available and your service is going to be much quicker. So instead of waiting two weeks to, to find a part that just happens to work so that you could get the bike back out, we're able to turn them around much faster, like oh, a great. day or, so, or something. So yeah. it's been, you know, that is a good part of it. Um, and the industry, I think, is still healthy, but um, it's, it's going to change a little bit. And, um, and I think some different segments of the market are going to have a chance to shine. So the silver lining through all this is that 
um, even though the market has slowed, it doesn't mean that it's a, a stopping point. It sure. does mean that some other things are going to have an opportunity to be kind of new and exciting. So um, like gravel, for example, we keep ah, talking about ah, it. There you go. Well, it, always, it always comes back to gravel. Absolutely. I, I guess that's just where you and I uh, <clears throat> theoretically we meet. We can meet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Okay. And so uh, what do you see? We talked about a little bit about some of the cool bikes you have in the shop. Do you have any big predictions for what you think we'll see in 2023? Yeah, I think um, so in just reading uh, kind of industry news, I think e-bike is going to continue to grow. Yeah. It's, there's like there's yeah. no way around it. It's going to get bigger and it's going to increase. Um, the technology is going to get better. So you're going to see smaller batteries and, and smaller motors. So we're going to have lighter bikes, yeah. which is exciting. Um the our, our Trek has already come out with a uh, a motor that is incredibly small in in by I haven't ridden one for more than a couple feet <laughs> but <laughs> for all the you know it's it's touted to be a like an incredible motor and it it seems like it's done a good job so I do anticipate people following that they're they're going to want to one up them right and you're going to see smaller and more powerful motors which are going to be cool and probably motors that are going to last much longer yeah. um i think on a, on a battery charge uh when you say yes. last longer, well uh last are, longer mechanically are um, they wearing out then, some yeah that's um, thing. not not really they they do and from time to time there's a warranty issue they're not wearing out that much but we also haven't had e-bikes with motors for a long incredibly enough. long time yeah. to see that um we're going to see yes yeah, smaller batteries and then um, we're going to see a lot more automatic shifting. So there, the, specifically, there's a bike here. Um, it's it's um, a commuter bike. Okay. And it has um, what's called an Enviolo hub. It is produced. Um, it's an internally geared hub, and it is a planetary-style hub. Um, this is getting really geeky. A planetary-style roller bearing instead of a geared hub. And what means is, what that means is it's kind of like a CVT or constantly variable transmission that you would find in an automobile. Um, so it senses the steepness of the grade. Yep. It, 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 there's a number of inputs. Um, there is a little computer brain that goes with it. Yeah. You have no shifter, you have no twister, you have no thumb paddle, no nothing. Depending on the amount of effort you put in and, um, also like how fast your cadence is and a couple other factors, it's going to shift for you and provide the power you need to get up even in, in, like the steepest hill. I rode one in California yeah. um, up some really steep hills um, as kind of a test loop. And it was, it was mind blowing. Like I thought I would miss not being able to control it. I didn't miss it at all. It was, it was wild. It um, really worked. It really did work. I'm and I, skeptical. I, I, I'm, I, I may be able to work out a time for you to try one, but um, I think we're going to see more of that in the industry um predictive shift shifting we're already having predictive uh suspension where it's it's you know it's cutting on and cutting off at the appropriate times we're having um like it they can it can open up in the air if you're going off of a jump for example there's all kinds of crazy things like that so i think predictive shifting is on the way and i think um the way the bike is driven you know by motors uh -huh. or whatnot is going to get a little unique too. Um, so those are some of my predictions okay. uh, for the, for the All industry right. for 2023 um, that may be rolling out. We'll see. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Well, listen, <clears throat> we got to let people know that here in Virginia's Blue Ridge, we are America's East Coast mountain biking capital with outstanding mountain biking rides that we've talked about at Carvin's Cove and also Mill Mountain right in the middle of the city of Roanoke has miles and miles of trails. Uh, and then we have some some other trails that are out there, uh, and all of that has added up to, with some amenities we've added, to make us an Imba Silver Ride Center. And this is just a great place to come and ride your bicycle. The Blue Ridge Parkway comes through the region here. So if you want to ride a road bike, Dan. Absolutely. <coughs> you, you can ride on the Blue Ridge Parkway and come right through Roanoke. If you want to ride the whole thing, it's, what, 460-some miles. It's a lot. So anyway, there's, this is just a great place to come and, and, and ride your bicycle with bike lanes all through the city of Roanoke, and, and it's just a really cool place. And we are going to um, we're going to push really hard in 2023 to do uh, more regular uploads of the podcast. That's the goal. We kind of <laughs> shortened the end of 2022, but uh, that's okay. We had a lot going on, right. and it was it it was a good time for I think both of us. But in 2023, our goal is to uh, elevate this podcast, get episodes out um, in a consistent manner. Uh, we do have uh, some listeners that have been asking, and we want to deliver that, and we want to get as much news out about the industry um, through our friends. Uh, we're going to meet some industry insiders, yeah. some pro athletes, some manufacturers of boutique or um, you know, high-level bespoke parts. We got a lot planned. Um, and then also um, more more of us, more of our lifestyle, more of what's going on with us. Uh, and if you find that interesting, we we want to know. Um, we want uh, to also answer your questions and get your feedback. So if you're listening and you have an idea, if you had some, if you have some feedback, if you have questions, you can email us at um, rideruppod at gmail dot com. We want to hear from you. Yeah. And, what, um, what 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 do you guys want to hear? Because we've kind of got access to uh to a lot of stuff we have a lot yeah. of access absolutely right. all right hey you've got a uh a mechanic tool that you're going to tell us about really quickly today. i am i am um so uh and there's for, a picture in the show notes for my way. yeah for my for my tool time uh it is the this is the small version of the nipex parallel jaw pliers and so uh as a professional mechanic i think every professional is going to have a set of these in their their tool bag or toolbox um I have the the little ones here. This is what I take with me when I travel and I'm working. But what is cool about these is that they they have a little button on them, and you can open and close the jaws. Now these are not like mm. a vice grip. Um, a vice grip, if you close it and you're watching the jaws, they close at an angle, and the tip of the teeth close before the back, and so it's kind of like a wedge shape. Right. Um, and that might be good for like. Uh, ripping apart plumbing and stuff like that. Right. But when you're working on bikes, uh, there's a lot of aluminum, a lot of material that can be damaged, yeah. and you want a nice, flat, parallel jaw. So when these guys close, they close perfectly parallel. Like a wrench. Like, a, like an adjustable wrench. Like an adjustable wrench, but, but more precise. But more precise. And the other thing that you get with these is that you know a lot of professional suspension mechanics and things, you know, they're working, and they, they can't use a... Um, and adjustable because it'll round off corners. Right. Um, this will give you all the clamping force you need, probably more than you need, and it's going to be able to take 
parts and pieces apart, if it's plastic, if it's aluminum, and not destroy it. So um, they are expensive. This small set that you're going to see in the show notes is probably about 80 bucks for these guys. Wow. But they are, this is the Nipex um, uh, Parallel Jaws, and they are, though, the, the highest industry standard for, like, th- they're the best. Um, Nipex makes a ton of tools. All of them are very good. And this that starts with a K, right? K K K N I P E X Nipex. That's how I say it. Some people they'll the, you mm. know tomato tomato. So don't but please no, don't. Nobody says Knipex. Knipex. No. no, nobody says. It's that. like uh, knife. You know, knife. Right. Knife. Yeah. Knipex. Okay. Um, but it's so a German product. It is. Um, yeah, it is uh, made in Germany. Germany, right here. It's Auf, Auf Deutschland. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it, it th- th- that's my tool of the week. Check them out. Um, if you are a discerning mechanic and you want the best, this is the best. Well, listen, folks, one of the things that has started happening in the podcasting world is people have started listening to folks just recording their thoughts as they ride their bicycles. Mm-hmm. And so I've done that. I've gone out and I rode a couple of the trails that we talked about. Yeah. I just turned on my phone with a, with a decent quality microphone and I recorded and we want to leave you with this here today. I recorded uh, my thoughts as I rode two of the lower trails, including the Enchanted Forest. Right on. And a, little, and a trail called Little Bell at Carvin's Cove. So what do you say we leave people with that today? We'll, we'll be in John's head. You can see what he really thinks uh, a, while he's on the trail. Yeah, scary that place. sounds great. Um, hey, thanks, everybody. Uh, 2023 is going to be a banger year for us. So uh, buckle up and be ready to listen to future episodes on the Rider Up podcast. Okay, and now we are entering the Enchanted Forest. This is cool. It's one of the more basic trails here at the cove, but Whenever you see pictures of the cove, this is, well, a lot of them are taken, and you can see why. Other than some roots, some rocks, and a couple of mud holes, there's not much to it, but it's so pretty. Jonathan, go in front of me. When we can. I'm going to slow down so you can pass. Go ahead. Here goes Jonathan. Is he going to ride the feature? No, he is not. I'm going to ride the next feature, though. itself bikes up trail workers thank you guys much appreciated yeah we are what was the windstorm that do all this yeah
the one from Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Hang on, Benji. Okay. COVID's frozen. Don't see that very often. It's about a 50 degree day right now, so. But we've had like record cold temperatures the last week. But some more workers. That's so cool, isn't it? Let's do it. You, you just wanted to see what it would do, right? Yeah? Man. Okay, I wouldn't ice skate on it, but it's pretty cool. Okay, John Crowan, roll on, yeah. Oh, sorry guys. It's all right. Appreciate it, thank you. Have a good day. So now we are exiting the Enchanted Forest. Wee bit of ice, but not bad. And little bell. The pine needles. little stretch might be my favorite part of the whole cove. Sorry if I'm slowing you down, Ben. I can't keep up with Jonathan. Fire road. I'm going to stop. 
Okay. Before you go, just a couple of quick notes. First of all, thanks for listening to the Rider Up podcast presented by Virginia's Blue Ridge, America's East Coast mountain biking capital. If you want to know more about riding your bike in Virginia's Blue Ridge, you should go directly to bikevbr.com, bikevbr.com, all kinds of information there. All of the many accolades the region has received from many of the bike orgs you know, for instance, Virginia's Blue Ridge is... An IMBA designated silver level ride center, and that's very rare on the eastern half of the United States, just a couple of us. Also, the League of American Bicyclists designate the region as a bronze level bicycle friendly business. And as you heard Dan and I say, it's also home to Team 2024, the top women's team in the United States, where top athletes are Olympic hopefuls and record breakers, and many have made it to the Olympics and won medals in the past, and this is where they call home. The fact is that this region is a fantastic cycling destination for mountain bikes, road bikes, and gravel bikes. Just look at the calendar for this year. The Carillion Clinic Ironman 70.3 Virginia's Blue Ridge Triathlon will be set for early June here in Virginia, in Virginia's Blue Ridge. The 2022 USA Cycling Amateur Road National Championship will be from June 29th to July 2nd. The VBR Grand Fondo is set for Sunday, October 9th, and the Creature from Carvin's Cove Mountain Bike Race will be Saturday, October 16th and 17th, and that's part of the Virginia's Blue Ridge Endurance Series. So all kinds of great events, and I'm just skimming the tops right there. Links to everything we talked about in the podcast, as well as a link to an awesome YouTube video that is just music and beautiful scenery that shows you, in about the highest quality I have seen this side of Hollywood, all the many places to ride here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. For Dan Lucas, I'm John Carlin. Thanks for listening, and I hope to see you out there in Virginia's Blue Ridge.